0: Hi all, I hope you're all well. Over the past few months, I've been really encouraged to still be able to meet together on a Sunday afternoon for Faith Builders. However, a few months ago, a member of our youth described me as old and said that I was no longer part of the youth at Bethel Blackheath. This was a really difficult pill to swallow, as I've always seen myself as part of our church's youth. But the fact of the matter is, I'm closer to 30 than I am 13, and I'm getting older each and every day. This sudden realisation that I'm not part of the youth anymore has really challenged me to think about what I'm doing now to inspire the younger ones at our church to walk boldly for Christ. What I want to talk about in this podcast is leaving a next generation legacy. How we live now has the potential to impact on future generations and we are called to leave a legacy in the lives of others. What are the younger generations seeing in you that is inspiring them to continuously seek Christ? and step out in faith and serve him. How will future generations summarise your service for God? How will they measure the impact of your life? You know, we can often get caught up in the here and now, and neglect thinking about the type of legacy we want to leave, but it's time to start thinking about the impact your service to God currently has. Psalm 71 verse 7 to 8 says, My life is an example to many, because you have been my strength and my protection. That is why I can never stop praising you. I declare your glory all day long. In the same psalm, verses 17 to 18 says, "O God, you have taught me from my earliest childhood and I constantly tell others about the wonderful things that you do. Let me proclaim your power to this new generation, your mighty miracles to all who come after me. When reading these verses, I was really challenged and I still am. Is my life an example to many? Does my life declare God's goodness and glory always? Do I constantly tell others about the wonderful things that he does? Does my life proclaim God's love to the younger generations? Far too often, the answer to those questions is no. And I know that God has called me to do more, to be an example to those around me. I want you to think about those questions for your own life. Do you pass on the best of yourself to those around you? Do you allow God's grace and love to shine through your actions? How are you known by those around you? Leaving a next generation legacy for Christ is not about you. It's not about celebrating your life's achievements, it's about glorifying Jesus Christ. That's why we should always work enthusiastically for the Lord and know that nothing that we do for him is ever useless. There are many examples in the Bible of people who have left a legacy and I just want to talk about a few. Abraham, who was called the father of faith, always trusted God, regardless of his external circumstances and his life is a powerful example to Christians even now. James 2 verse 23 says, And the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God and it was counted to him as righteousness and he was called a friend of God. Genesis 17 verse 5 says, For I have made you the father of a multitude of nations. In Galatians 3 verse 29, And if you are Christ's, then you are Abraham's offspring, heirs according to promise. What an amazing legacy! I bet Abraham could never have imagined his life having such an impact on the world. But we know that his faith and commitment to God is still an example to us now. Abraham was described as a friend of God and I want you to consider whether this is something your friends and family would describe you as. Are you known for your steadfast faith and love for God, or would people be surprised if you told them you were a follower of Jesus? We can read about other examples of a next generation legacy from God's word. In Hebrews 11 verse 24 to 26, we can read about how Moses is remembered. By faith Moses, when he was grown up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to be mistreated with the people of God than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. He considered the reproach of Christ greater wealth than the treasures of Egypt, for he was looking to the reward. We also know that the Lord used to speak to Moses face to face, just as a man speaks to his friend. Again, another amazing example that we can study in God's word. Nehemiah rebuilt Jerusalem and his example has served generations of Christian leaders. Esther risked everything to save her nation. When establishing the early church, Peter boldly stepped out in front of the crowd and preached the gospel, and around 3,000 people were added to the church in just one day. In Colossians, we can read about Epaphras. Colossians 1 verse 7 says, You learned about the good news from Epaphras, our beloved co-worker. He is Christ's faithful servant and he is helping us on your behalf. You know, although there isn't a book named after him in the Bible, and he's probably not a well-known character, he is remembered as Christ's faithful servant. If we look at that verse again, could someone say that about you? Could anyone say that they learned about the good news because of you and your life? When Paul and Silas were in prison, Their continuous joy and understanding of the power of prayer and praise changed the lives of the jailer and his family. Their example reminds us to always exercise the power of joy despite our circumstances. Paul and Silas were remembered for their singing and praying. What do the people around you hear from you? Are your words able to change lives and glorify God? What should encourage us about all these examples? is that God took people that weren't perfect, they had flaws, they messed up, and he used them greatly to expand the kingdom and inspire the next generation to step out in faith and serve God. Their testimony should both challenge us and enable us to step into our calling and make an impact with our service for God. Our job as ambassadors of Christ is to leave a legacy that emulates him and ultimately, points those around us and the next generation to Him alone. But Satan's desire is to first stop us from becoming a Christian, and secondly, to stop us from becoming an effective Christian. Romans 12, verse 2 says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You know, a few years ago, a few of us from church attended Hilson Conference, and a quote that constantly sticks out was one from Carl Lentz, and it was, always strive to change the environment and not let the environment change you. But far too often, the easiest thing to do is just ignore God's calling and just merge into the background and focus on the here and now. But that's not what God desires for our lives, and it's not what we're called to do. John 15 verse 16 says, I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. God's desire for us is to seek and serve him always, so that we might bring about gospel change in the lives of others. Ephesians 2 verse 10 talks about how we have been created anew in Christ, so that we can do the good things he has planned for us. God has placed an amazing calling on our lives, and he wants to use us to see lives changed. Sometimes our calling requires us to dig deep into the foundation of our identity, even where there may be pain and hurt, and use it to give the glory to God. And God has equipped us all to step out in faith and serve him. We can confidently declare that we can do all things through him, who gives us strength. You know, we all have a role to play in developing and equipping the next generation in our church too. We can encourage our youth to stretch and grow and provide them with opportunities to develop their strengths. We can teach them how to serve before they lead and we can equip them with the gospel truth. But most importantly, we can model the Christian life and enable them to learn from our personal experiences. This requires us to stand firm in our faith and continue trusting God despite the circumstances we face. We need to model the life that God calls us to lead. And that's not just making sure we bring our best and our worship to God on a Sunday, but throughout the rest of the week too. I want to finish by asking you to reflect on how you are currently establishing your next generation legacy. How are you currently serving God faithfully in Bethel Blackheath? Are you living out your calling or are you ignoring what God has planned for you? How is your life influencing those around you and who is affected by your decisions and your lifestyle? Perhaps the greatest legacy that we can look to is the one that Jesus left here on earth. 1 Peter 2, verse 21 says, To this you were called, because Christ suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his steps. Jesus left us with the greatest example of next generation leadership and it should be our daily desire to follow in his steps. Psalm 102 verse 18 also says, Let this be recorded for future generations so that people not yet born will praise the Lord. What are you doing now to carry the name of Jesus through the generations? I heard a preacher speak recently on UCB and it really challenged me. He spoke about how alcoholism, poverty, bereavement Pain, depression, debt, anger, hurt. These are all things that migrate from generation to generation. Maybe God has called you to step out in faith to shine the light of Jesus into desperate circumstances in this current generation. Maybe God has called you to make an impact locally, nationally, or even globally. What we know is that each generation requires a revival from God and we can either be a part of it or sit back and wait. What is your response to this challenge? I pray that as a church we will see generations after generations proclaim God's praise, and that each one of us will stand firm in our faith and live to impact the lives around us. Let us be courageous. Let us step into our calling and see the name of Jesus carried through to every generation that comes through Bethel. Amen.